There's a story I shared a long time ago. I wasn't sure if it was a true story or not a true story, but I heard it yesterday from someone who was a uh, student of a Rosh Hashim, who was there. When Rosh Hashim Erbach, always shown, he once went to the Western Wall, and he saw a group of Chabad boys putting on film with people, and Erbach made the following comment. He said, you know what's when you think about this? There are many great tzaddikim that have absolute faith in Hashem. But here, the Rebbe has absolute faith in a Jew. Look at this, people are by the wall, and they're not religious at all, and, they're, and yet, they expect them to come and to put on the film. How did the Rebbe know that? And yet, they're lining up to put on the film. It's, it's um, very in sync to what we're learning about uh, yesterday. We learned about the, the signs of the Jewish people. And the Rebbe makes the point that um, the signs of the Jewish people aren't just ways to tell who is Jewish, but it's, it's part of our Jewishness, it's part of our essence, these signs of kindness and mercy. That's what makes us, we're made up of sugar and spice and everything nice, kindness and mercy and bashfulness. This is, um, this is who we are. So, and this is what we get from Avram Vinu. And so what we learned yesterday was, was that not only is there something that we learn from Avram in regards to how we're supposed to behave, but also regarding the response from Hashem is also something that is a message for us. We don't just read about how Avraham um, was visited by Hashem and Hashem visits the sick, which is a lesson itself. We don't just learn about how Avraham left Hashem's presence to welcome his guests, which is a lesson in itself. We also learn how Hashem appeared. We're on page uh, uh, 52. Um, we also learned... We also learn one other point that, that is a central point at the beginning of the Sixth Torah portion, and that is, it seems, something which is totally irrelevant to us. And that is, Hashem appears to Avram. So the Rebbe said, it's not irrelevant. On the surface, we know the explanation that the Tzemach said told the Rebbe Rashab, but on the surface, why did Hashem appear to Avram? Because he was sitting at the entrance of his tent, waiting for guests. He, went out of, he, was, he was severely um, challenged because of his circumcision, and he yet he didn't say... He didn't ask the question even, am I done? Which is a question you're allowed to ask in a coffee shop, you're not allowed to ask in a battlefield. And Avram, we'll see, the Rebbe makes this point in the next part of the Fabrengen. But, um, but Avram, because he went out of his way to help people, therefore he merited to see Hashem. So the Rebbe says, the same is also for each of us, that we also merit to see Hashem when we go out of our way to help other people. That's the, um, that's the lesson here. You have to, when you go out of your way to help other Jews, Physically, and as physically as one yesterday, um, just like Avram provided for people with physical nourishment, with bread and water, so too there are many Jews which are, their lives are critically in danger because they don't have mitzvahs, they don't have Torah. And so we have our responsibility to reach out to other people, and when we do this, we will see Hashem. That's the Rebbe's words. Um, so the question, though, is... Um, one second, see Hashem, Dr. Resson doesn't remember that happening exactly. Not exactly. I mean, he did see Hashem, but his wife said he didn't. And what's, What does that mean? Uh, so we're gonna, that was going to address that later on in the Ferengi. Right now, that was going to address something else, which is, um, let's say you did already enough. Let's say you, you think you are done. Um, you did already a lot. Who says right now you need to get involved? You did a lot. Um, You've served, you did your time in the service, and now you're just in the reserves. Who says you have to show up and fight now? Let's go, uh, page 52, Ezai. 
a person may claim and this is true. I've already been involved heavily in spreading the Torah and Judaism and the wellsprings to the outside. I've done this. And I've already inspired many Jews to keep Torah. Why is it so critical that at this moment, at this moment, I should be involved in spreading Torah and the Judaism wellsprings to the outside? Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I've done this already. I've done a lot. I have under my belt many Bali Tshuva, many people which are putting on tefillin and learning Torah, keeping Shabbos, all because of me. So who says that I need to, it's so critical at this moment I should be involved in spreading Torah and Judaism? I've done this already. I'm done. That's a person may ask. So what's the response to that? The response for this we see from Avram Avinu's behavior. During Avram's lifetime, before he was circumcised, he was heavily involved in publicizing Hashem's name. As the Torah says, that Avram made souls in Charem. What does it mean, he made souls? He brought people under the wings of the Divine Presence. Avram brought the men, Sarah brought the women. He brought many people to believe in Hashem. Maimonides says, Avram, in this time of total darkness, when no one believed in Hashem, Avram started to announce in, with a big voice to the whole world and notify everyone that there is one God for the whole world and it is Him that it is fitting to serve. And we gather people from city to city, from kingdom to kingdom, until he reached the land of Canaan, and he gathered thousands and ten thousands of people together. He, he, he impacted the whole world, and he did it. He, he worked really hard. He, he, he touched so many people. So despite the fact that... Um, I mean, think about... Okay, this is, the, this, is a, this is a rotten example, but whatever, because in, in America, say an example, you're already... Just like, it reminds me of the stories they say about Lincoln. You know, Lincoln went and gathered people, gathered people, and they became the President of the United States. You know, it's a, it's, 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 it's a dramatic change from being affecting a, a small coffee house of people to affecting the whole, the whole world. And that's what Avram did. Avram went from village to village until he became Avram, the father of monotheism for the whole world. And yet, despite the fact that he was already the father of monotheism, he was like the, he was the leader of the believing world. king, ben when he was 99 years old. And I told you, you need, need the safer? You have a copy? You need the copy? Yeah, I, I, I also It's also over there next to you if you want. In, yeah. Nevertheless, when he was 99 years old, three days after his circumcision, he's already 99, he's just was circumcised, and not just he circumcised himself, he circumcised his whole family. Uh, he, he stood, he sat at the entrance of his tent to see if there were anyone passing by to bring them into his home. Maybe one guy will pass by. Maybe there'll be one more guy who'll be able to offer him food and drink and uh, tell him that there is an Abishter. 
there's someone who spoke and get this person to thank Hashem for his food. Maybe there'll be one guy. And as soon as he saw the three people, he runs to greet them. This is also a message for us. Although you may have done lots to spread Torah and the wellsprings of Chassidus to the outside, all of you have to continue and you have to do more and more to bring another Jew and another Jew, etc. This, the fact that you'll continue and you won't stop is something, you won't be satisfied with what you've done till now, is something which affects others and affects yourself. How so? You say, you've done a lot to spread the Torah and Judaism. You say, in other words, I've saved my soul, I've done my obligation to spread Torah and Judaism. I will but that guy whose life is in danger, he is not going to be helped just because you helped someone else yesterday with tearing Yiddishkeit. Yesterday you inspired someone amazing. You, get, you belong in the Chabad Olympics. And yet, today this guy is by your door, his life is in danger. And he is not going to be helped at all from the, from the guy you helped yesterday. The guy who is by your door, his life is in danger. And if you don't open the door for him... He, he's, you know, it, it, it's, his life is in danger, spiritually. So just because you helped someone yesterday has, uh, doesn't do anything for the guy by your door. Okay, that's in regards to your impact on others. But let's talk about yourself first, uh, also. Regarding your obligation. What does it say about Avram? He lifted his eyes and he saw. So you're a child of Avram. You lift your eyes and you see there's a Jew whose life is in spiritual danger. You see, you know, you, you see the, a guy and, and you know this guy is, is in trouble. And it's by divine providence, as Valshem taught us, that everything you see is a message from Hashem. So Joseph Avram lifts his eyes and sees a person passing by his tent. You lifted your eyes, this is happening to you. What happened to Avram is being reenacted in your life. You see somebody whose life is in danger. This is a clear message from Hashem that this is relevant to you. Hainu. The fact you saw this means it's a message for you. If you saw this person and you saw this person's life is in danger, so this, to affect this person, to inspire this person, is part of your responsibility and your mission. And certainly Hashem gave you the sufficient power to do this because God only asks according, us to do things according to our abilities. And therefore, you have to leave everything aside and run, as Avram did. Avram ran to do kindness with the person passing by his home. So you have to also leave everything aside and run to do kindness with this Jew and bring him closer to Hashem, to Termitzis. Especially because my father-in-law, the leader of our generation, made an announcement. And he said, the role of our generation 
This is the call of the hour. What's the role of our generation? To spread the Torah and Judaism and the wellsprings to the outside. As he announced yesterday, as he announced the day before, etc., as he announced last year, as he announced 10 years ago, etc., and he continues to announce this this very day. That's what the Rebbe is saying about his father in law. The Rebbe obviously hears his father in law and speaks to his father in law even after his passing. He's telling us that the Friedrich Rebbe didn't just announce this then, but he's announcing this since then, yesterday and the day before, and last year and 10 years ago. So this is, um, this is what's going on. The Friedrich Rebbe is telling you this is, your, this is the responsibility of our generation to spread Judaism. So you've, it's not, you've, you can't say you've done enough because the, the fact that you saw this person and Hashem made that happen is because you, it's part of your mission to help this person. You can't be satisfied with what you did yesterday. You see someone like Avram to get up and run. Next page. Another point is, this activity of spreading Torah and Judaism and the Wallsprings to the outside is relevant to every single Jew. Old and young, men, women, and children. You're able to influence every single Jew, men, women, and children, and every single Jew can influence others. And if you will claim that you don't know how to do this, the Rebbe said in every single place, there, will be, there is someone who could teach you how to do it, and you could inspire others. So don't say you can't, because if you can't, some, Rebbe said, I'll send you something to teach you. And you could spread chassidus to children as well. Because in our time, chassidus has been publicized in a way that children can relate to it as well. The Zohar says that in the time Mashiach is about to come, days of Mashiach are about to begin, even little children will find the hidden wisdom. Even the little children, in other words, will learn the wellsprings of Hasidus, will learn the teachings of Hasidus, the hidden wisdom. In other words, like the words of the Sixth Torah portion, God appeared to Avram, so God will appear also to little children, that they will, um, uh, they'll, they'll be in touch with the inner dimension of the Torah, they'll be able to learn Hasidus. And in so many different ways, they have so many different things that children can learn today. Like one of the things which is really cool, is they have this, um, you know those... Um, those um, things that they, they, um, you learn how to, how to uh, uh, pl- play a piano, sort of, on these little book Sound things. Little piano. A little tiny little piano on a yeah. book. Yeah. And they, you turn the pages, you can play this thing, you can play that thing. And the kids learn the good name from the youngest age. I press number seven, and number seven is the Or uh, the more advanced, they can play, actually play notes, whatever. But, but, but uh, it, it, there's so many different things that are made for children to teach them chassidus. <laughs> Rebbe said, I want, you, everyone can, everyone needs to start this immediately in this space, this very space. I'm saying in 770. In this very space, everyone can and needs to start this. There are certainly Jews here which could increase their knowledge on Torah. They can learn more Nigla. They can learn more Chassidus. They can learn both of the esoteric and exoteric parts of Torah. They can learn about things which are relevant to now, to Shabbos. So Rebbe said, right now in 770, Rebbe said, there are people here that don't know what you know, and share that. And, and, you, and, and, and so it starts now. It starts now in this very place. Um, in Note 46, it mentions that the Rebbe Rashab famously cried, why didn't Hashem appear to me? 
And the reason why we're told the story about the Rebbe Hashab is because that's how Jewish education is supposed to be. So it's to educate a child in a way that a child should yearn to see Hashem. And so he should care so much about seeing Hashem that it should make him cry. And not just they should cry, but more, he should be able to see Hashem, as we'll discuss soon what that means. Um, uh, Tzedek said that a Jew um, who acts like Avraham Avinu deserves to see Hashem. So we should teach a child not only to want to see Hashem, but actually see Hashem by, by, by behaving like Avraham. But in order, so, that's, so that's the first message that we learned in the Torah portion, to be like Avraham and spread Torah, and don't say, hey, I was just circumcised, hey, I'm tired, hey, I did enough. You have a role to play, and the person who, you, who you're meeting right now doesn't gain anything by the thousands of people that you've inspired till now. And you yourself aren't done because Hashem has called this person into your life. He arranged this meeting. And that's, and that's because you have something to do. And therefore, as just like Avram, get up and run. And then if you do this, you will see Hashem as we'll discuss what that means. And another message we have from the very conclusion of the Torah portion, which is also part of the Torah portion about Hashem's revelation. What does it say at the end of the Torah portion? The story of Avram offering his son on the Akedah. The theme of the Parsha Akeda is giving your life for Hashem. This, what this teaches us is that he gave his life, he gave of himself to the will of Hashem and to bring Yitzchak to Hara Maria to Mount Maria and to offer him as a sacrifice, so to the, what we're talking about, the revelation of Hashem, the, the activity you need to do to cause revelation of Hashem has to be something that really, you really care about. You care about in your very, every fiber of your being until you're ready to give your life for it so that your efforts to do kindness to others is with devotion, absolute devotion to the point of sacrifice, similar to the mysterious nefesh, similar to the sacrifice that Avinu had to publicize Hashem's name. Thinking about you know, all the parents of children we're in the army right now. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a real mysterious nefesh, like the Akedah. And so the Rebbe says we have to do the same thing here. We have to have absolute devotion to do kindness to others and spread Torah to others, the point of actual mysterious nefesh. The very last word of this week's Torah portion is Ma'acha. Um, Ma'acha is just a, um, a name of a member of, of the, the Torah is listing off a bunch of names, but the Rebbe says the word Ma'acha has very great significance. Ma'acha stands for the words Mloich al kal Hashem should reign over the world. So those words, Hashem should reign over the world, um, highlight the same idea that we're talking about, being devoted to Hashem. Why? Macha. This, um, what's the language of the Torah for it? Uh, um, it's, it's, it says, um, it's talking about how Rivka was, uh, was born, as we're uh, going to learn in next week's uh, Torah portion. And so, so before it, it, it mentions the birth of, um, of Rivka, um, the Torah talks about, um, at the very conclusion, it says... Um, how Besul gave birth to Rivka, and he had a Pelegesh, he had a concubine whose name was Reuma, 
and she also gave birth, she also bore for Besuel, Tevach, Gacham, Tachash, and Macha. So, um, so, yeah, it's a real, um, I mean, Brady Bunch story, why do we need to know this, right? What's the point? So the says the word Macha is significant. Macha stands for Hashem should reign over the world, and should, should be as a king. What's the of a king? The king when, a, when there is a monarchy, the halacha says that all the people of the city, all the people of the country, they are not considered their own identity. They're not, they're, they don't have their own identity. Their whole identity is, is their king. And so that's the <coughs> message. Last of the story portion that we're, that, that we're supposed to from Avraham Avinu to take the mission seriously, that we, to, we give of ourselves the point that like, like we're like, as if part of this country and this is our king and all of our life is the king. All of our life is Hashem. Until... Until we affect that Hashem actually is revealed as the king of the world. Hashem actually becomes the king in a re- revealed way. Was there a boy, huh? There's a boy or a girl. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, Macha. Is a boy or a girl? Um, um, it's so relevant now in the conflict of Arabs. What's going to happen? I thought you were saying so relevant now because trying to figure out if it's a boy or a girl. And I, I don't know. I don't know if it was a boy or a girl. I don't know. Well, okay. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, does salvation come from a woman? Because, you know, it's an old saying. Uh, Masul gave birth to Rivka. Then it says, uh, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't say boy or girl. Um, so this, that boy in the Pasha, this brings us to the next week's Torah portion. The next Torah portion begins with the passing of Sarah at the age of 127. So the Torah tells us Sarah's, the, the span of her life, in an unusual way, Torah says she was 100 years plus 20 years plus 7 years. So what is that? And, and Rashi explains why the Torah phrased it this way to tell us that she was the same at 100 as she was when she was 20, the same at, at 20 as she was when she was 7. All of her years were good. So message we're supposed to take from this is we're all children of Sarah. Every Jew is a son or a daughter of Sarah, who was the first of our matriarchs. And Sarah, she passes away. How'd she pass away? She passed away when she heard that Yitzchak was brought as a sacrifice to Hashem. And just hearing this, this whole thing that, ha- that almost happened to Yitzchak caused her soul to leave her body. So her soul leaving her body is the idea of sacrifice, the Messias Nefesh, the idea of a perfect way of serving Hashem. So, so there's a couple of things over here. Number one, in order to serve Hashem consistently your whole life, like not to change, uh, you have to have a real devotion to Hashem. It's Kabbalah sale. Your acceptance of the yoke of Hashem has to be really deep. If all of the, the winds of time and all the different places and things that happen in your life don't affect you, and you're always on your A game, and you're never, and you're never messing up. So, so Sarah's life exemplifies real devotion to Hashem because how could, they all, how could all of her years be good? That, that, that shows a, a deep devotion. Um, but besides that, um, her passing is also exemplifies the idea of sacrifice. Her soul leaves her body. That's the idea of Messias Nefesh. She, she gave her of, her, of herself until, until, until she passed away. So that means total, that, that's, an ex, that's an expression of total devotion to Hashem. So she did this for 127 years. Total devotion to Hashem. The Rebbe says this, oh, every Jew should have this similar experience, but not to 127 years, but more to the eternal life, souls and bodies, that a Jew should um, learn from Sarah to have this 
level of, of devotion to Hashem. So, in short, um, what we learned today is this. We learned that um, we cannot say we we're done already. You can't ask that question, am I done? I've done so much. Um, number one, we see from Avram that he did so much more than we did, and yet he didn't say that. And besides the fact that we learned this from Avram, but also, practically speaking, the people that you will meet have no gain whatsoever from the, for what you've done yesterday. And number two, if you met someone today, or, or you can meet someone today, um, that's, that's part of your role in this world. It's not, something, it's not an extra thing. It's part of what Hashem has ordained for you. You're not, you know, it's not, um, you, you can't say you're done because you're still breathing and, you, and you're still walking around. And, and just like Avram, when he is looking outside his tent, so too you have to look outside your tent. There's a teaching from the Kotzke Rebbe it says that Avram was waiting for every over Vishav. Every over Vishav. Over Vishav literally means someone who passed by and returned. So the Kotzke Rebbe said over Vishav means someone who didn't have Vera and is, wants to do Tshuva. Avram looked for all those who were, who were aware of their mistakes and they wanted to start new path. They, they were over Vishav. They didn't have Vera. They wanted to do Tshuva. That's one explanation. Other, other explanation is over Vishav. People were, were ambivalent. They pass by Avram's tent, and why they turn back? Why they go back again? The same guy walks past his tent and turns back. Avram, whoa, this guy, this guy is interested. Let me go talk to him. But the Rebbe is not saying that we should pay attention to those who do tshuva and to those who are ambivalent. The saying that I have the opposite. He's saying that there is there are those whose lives are in danger, and 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 they're not over Vashav. They're not coming back at you. They don't even know their lives are in danger. And Mendel Futafas was once talking about. Um, Medics in a, in the in the army, and how medics choose who they um, bring back when they when there's an army, they, and and they, the way they choose is by those who are who's li- who's li- who they're most critically wounded. They, they're the ones who go first because they're the ones who need it most. Um, so, so that's what I was saying here. I was saying that that someone's life is in danger, um, and you're you're empowered and you're endowed with the power to do it, and, and and you have to learn from Avram. And Rebbe says to give of yourself. And then you will merit to see Hashem. We'll discuss tomorrow with Hashem. How do we see Hashem? So Rebbe's going to discuss tomorrow. There's um, three points here. Number one, even though you don't think you see, see Hashem, there's a lot of things that are happening to you that you don't know, as we'll discuss. Number two, there are, there are parts of you that see Hashem that you may not be aware of. Number three, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see Hashem Mashiach. We'll learn more about that tomorrow. All right, Chazak Baruch.